went to the website and started listening to the podcasts and looking on Facebook and, and I just fell in love with, with the message of Rubwell. Being here in person enlightened me to finally comprehend it's about setting the captives free. We have different stories, but we all um, are searching for that freedom with God. Rev on the Road is a two-day wellness event designed to restore people's faith, hope, and love as image bearers of a loving and good, holy, and whole God. You did it for nothing else but being able to be in a free place and walk out who you were meant to be from a place of freedom, that would be enough. But the byproduct is people are so drawn to that freedom that they then want it for themselves. So you get to give it away in a way that's been really so contagious and so amazing to watch the transformation that that has sparked in other people's lives. Worship, a teaching, solid teaching, really connecting people, connecting uh, people to the Lord. I love it because it really touches on your body, your soul, and your spirit. So from the worship, prayer, the movement, it was all about God. This would be like the stepping stone to come and see what Revelation Wellness is really all about. I think you'll walk away knowing that everyone is qualified. It was really neat to see other men that, that got out of their comfort zone um, and came to do this. And, you know, I, I would challenge any man to come and, and try this out and sweat and be a leader. What, what do you have to lose? You're going to, to move your body. I guarantee you're going to laugh, if not with your friends, at yourself, maybe doing some moves. And you're going to get deeper with Jesus. You're never going to regret that. I feel recharged. That's a good word. <laughs> I feel recharged and, and rejuvenated and relaxed and pumped up all in the same breath. What do you have to lose by trying? In the best case, it's something that you tried that changed your life. We'll see you at the next Rev on the Road. Get your ticket today and reserve your spot. Okay, friends, if what you just heard excited you, then you want to grab your tickets and join us for a Rev on the Road experience. Our next in-person Freedom Party is coming to Shakopee, Minnesota, May 20th and 21st. So if you're nearby or anywhere in that area, bring a friend, bring yourself, bring a spouse, but come and experience what it's like to find your people here with Revelation Wellness. At Rev on the Road, we bring the confetti, but God brings the freedom. Tickets are only $20 for this two-day event. You will find the link to register for any of our Rev on the Road events in the show notes. You can swipe up for all of the details, and we cannot wait to see you there at one of our Rev on the Road Freedom Parties. And now, enjoy our Revving the Word episode. It's a good one. Come move in love with us. Peace.
Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath. Make it noisy. Maybe puff your cheeks, blow it out. Take a deeper breath that you feel in your belly, right? Listen, what we're about to do, intentional movement is going to require more breath than any other time today. But here's the good news. Your breath is with you wherever you go. And whenever you feel overwhelmed, stressed, mad, bad, sad, or scared, Take a big breath. What we're doing here for the next 40 minutes or so, intentionally planning our distress. We're planning some opposition. As you move right now, you are moving against resistance. So first of all, good on you. Good job. You chose to do something uncomfortable. I want you to see me right now, putting my hands on your shoulders, looking you straight in the eyes and saying, good job. This is gonna be a good time, I promise. Throw off shame, throw off expectations. We are not here to whittle down the shape of our thighs, nope. We're here to enlarge our hearts. Because I'm convinced if I can enlarge your heart, your body is gonna be exactly as it needs to be for the season you are in. So I'm Elisa Keaton, and this is Revelation Wellness, our podcast. How long you been here? We've been doing this for about Goodness, maybe six, seven years, six years. Podcast has been around for 10. But rubbing the word, yeah, I'm gonna say about six years. And we are going to press in to the word of God as we move our bodies, what we do. So expect to leave here different. It's true, you can expect that. That you can put all your chips on the table if you want that. If you just want the calorie burn, you'll get that. But you'll miss out on life change. We're here to seek God with our heart, with our soul, with our mind, and with our strength. It's the greatest thing we can do with our life. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you. And we pray to you right now because you are our intercessor. You are the one who made a way so that we could have relationship again with the Father who's created us and the Holy Spirit that indwells in us the power of God at work. So we're here to be filled up. You told us greater things than these will we do. 
when you were doing miracles, signs, wonders. And we are a miracle, God. We receive that. The fact that we have, we were given life. The one in a billion chance of us being here is because our Father saw fit. So thank you, Father, for sending your Son, Jesus, to show me the way back to you, to show me the kingdom. So we bow our hearts before you now. Come and fill our minds with the thoughts of heaven, our emotions, and with the energy of heaven, our will and desires from our soul made align with heaven and our body as the good body it is to do your will. Meet us here, Jesus. Amen. So right now as you move your body, scale of one to ten, Five is anything intentional movement, anything over five. Waking up in bed with your eyes open and breathing. Laying still is a one, but you're breathing. 10 is all out effort. 10 is, you're being chased by a lion. All out effort. And there are times we do that, might have one or two of those testing times today. And remember, it's just a test. It's a celebration of what we can do, no matter our level of ability. We're fit for it, because we have breath, we have life, and we have hope. So right now, you're probably moving towards a seven, because five is intentional. But now that we've been moving for a few minutes, I'm moving up that ladder to a six or a seven. At a seven, I breathe with my mouth open a little bit more, but I can close it and breathe a few breaths, maybe three, four, five breaths. Then I gotta, just feels better to open my mouth and breathe. But don't forget to breathe through your nose. In the beginning, God breathed into our nostrils. Genesis 2, when he made us and gave us life, he breathed his life into us. He breathed into our nostrils, not our mouth. All right, we're on this week, continuing to press into the seven I am statements of Jesus. And when Jesus says, I am, we should pay attention. And today, John 14, starting in verse 1. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? 
verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is the word of the Lord. Thomas, he's confused by these words. Lord, we, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus says to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you'd known me, you'd have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Drop into your body for a second. <sighs> Breathe. Lift the corners of your mouth. This is good news, friends. I know some of you might be weary. You've had some hard days, hard weeks, hard years, but good is still good. The gospel does not spoil, doesn't rot. It's eternal fruit for life. And I think that's what's going on here. Jesus is life. We're all looking for life, aren't we? Come on. Accelerate, move towards an eight. Just push a little bit. If you're walking, Walk more intentionally. Walk more upright. Strike your foot on that ground and propel yourself forward. If you're cleaning the house, lead into it. Put your, put your shoulder into it. Okay, back out a bit. Breathe. Let's do a little, little history of us. In the beginning, God breathed into us the breath of life, Genesis 2. And in the middle of the garden were two trees, the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. See it. Think in pictures. Come on, we have to recreate this is what we do together, you guys. We're recreating. We're recreating with the God who created us. We gotta get back to good, everyone. In the beginning, God said, this is good. Accelerate a little bit. And in the middle of that good garden, the Garden of Eden, which stands for the, which means the Garden of Pleasure, we were placed among two trees, many trees, 
to be clear, because God gave us all the trees that bear seed to, for our food. That's probably a check right there. How you doing with eating food that God said, this is gonna be good for you. Listen, all food will give you energy, but some food's just gonna be better at it. Namely, foods with seeds, <laughs> foods that grow out of a garden, because you were made in a garden. So your body goes, oh yeah, I know what this is. But see, we've got an issue with pleasure. Pull back, be a seven. Because sin distorts our idea of pleasure. Our flesh fractures us from the presence of the spirit that is life. So in the middle of the garden were two trees. The tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Jesus says, <coughs> pardon me. Woo. Jesus says that he is life. That attracts us. We are attracted to life. There was a tree in the garden of life for us. And isn't it interesting that Satan, the snake, didn't tempt us with more life. <laughs> he tempted us with the very thing God told us not to consume, not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Does this mean God didn't want us to have knowledge? Of course not. We're his children. Of course he wanted us to learn, have knowledge, understanding and wisdom, right? Like a child that learns more and more about the world around them. But we were never, ever meant to know what is good and what is evil. We just knew good. But remember, because there is good, there, everything in creation is built in tension. There is the opposite of good, which is evil. We just needed to know God. And if we know God, our Father, Father, then we don't have to worry about figuring out what is good and what is evil, right? We spend a lot of time now on this side of sin trying to figure out, is this good, is this bad? Are they good, are they bad? We're suspicious of everything. Our eyes were opened when we ate from that tree. And I, I just love that picture. Because that's what faith is. Close your eyes. Have faith. Keep your eyes fixed on God. Now, literally, it's not like our eyes were closed because we had work to do. But spiritually, our eyes were never meant to see all that we see and know all that we know because all we do is spend days trying to sort out good and evil, good and evil. But friends, we can never truly know what we were never meant to know. We weren't meant to know good and evil. 
we were meant to know God. Push to an eight. What we needed to eat from was the tree of life. But we ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, we spend our days trying to get more life by understanding good and evil instead of coming to God to get life, to trust Him like a father with the knowledge of good and evil. Push to that eight, come on, come on. Yeah, relax your shoulders, take in more breath, pull back. Seven. Listen, we have like two minutes in this song. We're gonna do two 30 second pushes. If you wanna go to a nine, listen, I highly encourage failing here. Frequently attempting in learning. You won't know unless you lean into it. Go. 30 seconds. It's only 30 seconds. And then you can walk, dance. Maybe you're dancing, having a dance battle for the next 15 seconds. Come on, slay it. Three, two, pull back. 30 seconds. You can stand still. <laughs> stand, therefore. Stand. Just get your breath. This is an invitation. This is not a have to. Five seconds. Four. Go. Be a nine, eight, nine. If you want to be a 10, get uncomfortable till you hear nothing. going through the applause stop pull back you can be a anything down towards a five just less less focused the more intense the output the more focused you get your vision kind of narrows and that's good what Adam and Eve needed in the beginning. We needed to focus. What did God say? Where is he? Let's go find him. This snake is stirring up different words than I heard him say. Friends, there are things right now in my personal life and in my work life that I would really like to know the details about. 
I would really love the five to 10 year vision. And it's not for a lack of asking, just it's, nothing, nothing's coming. I need to trust God. God has said to me, Elisa, because you seek my face, I will make it obvious to you when there's something you need to know. Friends, we are confused on how to get life in us now because our infatuation with knowing good and evil. Push to an eight. Back to a seven, because I want you to walk away today knowing that God wants you to have what you were meant to have, more life, right? John 10, 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he did in the garden in the beginning. But Jesus says, but I have come that they would have life, abundant that means more life than you could ask or imagine. You know we ask too small, right? <laughs> the wildest dream for your life is still too small. He's God. <laughs> and he is serious about multiplying good. In this world, through you, that's your commission. Be good, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue and have dominion. And when Jesus comes, shows us how to do that, shows us the way, teaches us the way. It's so that we now would go do to, go do likewise. Gives us the great commission Because it is now in making disciples, in being discipled, we increase good. You are only one person, friend, and this goodness must multiply more life. And there is a way to get to this more life that is true. And it starts by coming to Jesus, since he is the way that is truthful, that leads us to more life. Say that with me. Jesus is my way that is truthful, that leads me to more life. Draw a picture of that. What does that look like for you? Jesus is the way. to a truth, on a path of truth that leads you to more life. Be comfortably uncomfortable as you move right now.
you have two minutes. Don't overdo it. Don't strive. If your mouth is open and breathing, you're there. You're comfortably uncomfortable. This is the way, a truthful way that leads to more life. Jesus. Paul says that we are heirs of God now and co-heirs with Christ if we are willing to suffer. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Listen, remember this. Let's get perspective. Suffering in the times of the gospel, being walking the word, walking the earth, meant persecution that leads to crucifixion. You are not going to be crucified today. If you're living in the free world, you're free. But see, our freedom is destroying our freedom. Jesus is going somewhere. He is moving. Aslan is on the move. The lion is on the move. The scripture says that in his train are the captives. Everywhere Jesus moves, the captives get on the freedom train and we're riding on the back of his garment. He is the way, he's going somewhere. And the way that he goes is a way of truth. And it's leading to more life, for your life. Pull back. Let's do a little context here. Jesus is saying these words. He's, they just got done eating the Passover meal. This is his last meal with the disciples. This is the night before his crucifixion. Soon he'll head to the garden and he'll be betrayed and he will suffer. Like we don't even know the kind of a suffer that he knew was coming for him. Come on, come on, take a breath. He washed the feet of his disciples. Then Judas left to betray Jesus. And Jesus tells Peter, his, his head disciple, the disciple that thought he was the best, the strongest, the most committed, he tells Peter, you're not who you think you are. You will betray me too. By the way, all the disciples betrayed him. We don't see any of them rushing to Caesar to defend Jesus. They just, you know, to be fair, they're shocked. Wait, what? Right? Anyone been confused by how God moves the way that he's going? It doesn't make sense. A global pandemic, God? What? And remember, he is not Well, let me say this. We have to remember. Now, this is going to get real theology. Ready? He is the creator of the destroyer. 
He did create Satan. And Satan, in his pride, turned away from God. And that created tension. The opposite of God, the opposite of good, the opposite of a truth. And I love that our God goes, you know what? I can create with this. So he allows, he allows, he permits evil. And I know this is where people go, I don't like a God like that. You know why? Because you were meant for the garden. But we are, without the Holy Spirit in us, we betray. And this is God's story. He gets to write it. Sometimes, well, a lot of times, His way is not like my way. And friends, that's good. He's God. I am not. Nor are you. before his crucifixion he's blessing his disciples and caring for them even in telling them Judas you go now you do what you know what I know you're gonna do in one translation not in John I can't remember which other one he even calls him friend friend do what you came to do Whoo! I don't know about you I'm not really friendly with people if I know they're gonna betray me. Come on, there's something here for us to know about life and how it's to be lived. Jesus telling Peter, you're not who you think you are. Not condemningly, but lovingly tells him. It's like he's preparing his heart. It's gonna hurt Peter. And then he begins to tell the disciples that when their hearts are troubled, to believe in God and believe in Him. But the Father has prepared rooms for each of us and that He's gotta go now to get those rooms ready for us so that where He is, we may be also. Jesus is making the way to get back to Him, to come back to Him once He leaves the earth. And the Holy Spirit will come and help you and lead you into the truthful ways that only bring you more life. Jesus says, you know the way. I love it how he says, from now on, you know. You know the Father because you know me. Settled. Thomas, 
says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Friends, have you seen him? Because if you've seen him, you can know him. You've seen him in every merciful act. You have seen him in every kind word. You have seen him in every prayer answered, big or small. You are seeing him right now. Your energy in motion, supported by your breath. He's here right now. The way is right here. Jesus is here and he wants to lead you in a way lead you into the way not a way the way and we gotta pay attention to his i am statements if you're a christian you believe in jesus what does that mean well who's here who is he i am the way proverbs 14 the proverb of wisdom says that there is a way that seems right to man, but in the end, it leads to death. Adam and Eve thought that the way to more life would be eat from this tree, the very tree they were told not to eat from, but they didn't know. They didn't know, they were children, and they got deceived. What they needed to do in that moment was notice the tension, the presence of opposition, and run back to the Father and say, hey, let's talk again, because I'm hearing something else over here in the garden. And I just know the Father would have said, oh, I'm so glad you came back. Yeah, I still meant what I said, and this is why I gave you the right to subdue and have dominion. You're gonna need to do that over the creeping things. Come on, child. Together, we pave the way. He wants to labor with us, friends, but he knows the way. We were never meant to know it. He knows. We were made to be with him, not just know about him, with him doing the works of heaven. There is a way, and it's a truthful way. Can I just tell you, think about that. Way, truth, and life. The way, the truth, and a life. There is a way that is truthful, that leads to real life. There are a lot of people out there seeking ways. And so they lie and they deceive and they hurt people and they contribute to the work of the destroyer because they haven't trusted the Father, the way, the truth. 
and he gives real life. Satan cannot give you real life. He can give you a life. He could have some money, some fame, some clout. <laughs> but as Solomon, the richest man who ever lived, could tell you, vanity, vanity. It's all a vapor. It's all fleeting. No God. Have life. So I have three questions for you in our closing. Just cool down. Open your heart. Number one, where are you headed? Where are you going? Where are you going? Right? Whatever you set your life on a course for, that's where you'll go. If it's your course to have a big house, have popularity, have a comfortable life, I can promise you, you are not following a truthful way. It will be a path littered with lies. So where are you headed? Y'all, come on, Revelation Wellness. I'm training you. Every athlete needs a goal. Every athlete needs a goal. Every person who ever came to me to help them change their outward appearance needed a goal. You need a goal. Construct your life. What do you want your life to look down? Sit down today. Get out a piece of paper. Write it down. Where are you headed? Are you building a legacy? What are you going to leave behind? What do you want to be known for? Where are you headed? Number two, as you go the way you are going, which is the way you are headed, how often are you slaying lies to get there? Because walking in the truth requires uprooting the weeds of lies that are in our path because of sin. How often are you slaying lies to get there? Third and final question. How much life, how much real life, an animation of joy and all things wonderful and true in your life? How much life are you living? So Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for your life that gives us life. And today we lay down our life to walk in your ways, to know your truth, to multiply and increase life on the earth. Come, back this word, God, do the back work, do the restorative work inside of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you to our donors make this podcast possible. And if you're still listening, could I get you to join with me right now in a prayer? Right now as you're hearing this, there are people gathered together for the first time since COVID up at our yearly retreat, Open to All. It's called Impact this year, but it's going to, from now on going forward, be called Rest and Rebuild because that's what it is. 
they're up there right now. Did you hear my voice live? They're probably doing a Bible study, doing some real heart work. Would you pray for us? Lord, thank you for we're coming out of a season that has been dark and pressing. We have been pressed like wine, God. We've been pressed to make new wine. God, we ask for new wine and new wineskins in all the people here, anyone who's listening to this podcast. But specifically, Lord, as these hundred people are up reestablishing rhythms of gathering together, making much of you, drawing away from their life to meet with you, real life, multiply it on my, with all my friends here, that whatever we're doing up there is benefiting everyone who could not come to the mountain because you, your ways are better than ours. We would all love to be up there, God. Your ways are better than ours. So we trust the tension of not getting what we want when we want it. We're feeling capable to do what we want. Use it, Lord. Bless it in all the places on this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, friend. We'll see you soon. Peace. Oh